It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Carolina Panthers have announced the three coordinators who will be working on Dave Canales' staff, and it's official, Ajero Avero will be back in Carolina. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian council where on Fridays as long as you're asking them I'll be answering your weekly Friday mailbag questions throughout the entirety of the offseason either at me or DM me but follow me first on Twitter at Julian Council to get your questions in for next week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag right here on Locked On Panthers today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Game Time download the Game Time app create an account and use code Locked On for $20 off your first Purchased Carolina Panthers on Thursday afternoon announced their three coordinator hires will be working on Dave Canales' staff here in Carolina in 2024. Starting off with the Carolina Panthers special teams coordinator, it will be Tracy Smith who comes over from Seattle where he's been the last couple of seasons and reuniting here in Carolina with Dave Canales, who, of course, he worked with under Pete Carroll in Seattle with the Seahawks for a couple of seasons. The offensive coordinator will be Brad Idzik, which is no surprise. That's been reported over the last couple of weeks that Brad Idzik, who followed Dave Canales, the only staffer from Seattle to follow Canales to Tampa Bay once Canales took over the OC job there. Idzik worked as a wide receiver coach last season in Tampa. Now he's coming to Carolina to work as the OC back in the Carolinas after playing college football at Wake Forest. And then, well, I'm bearing the lead. The main story that we're talking about today on the show is that a Jero Overo, the Carolina Panthers defensive coordinator from last year who put together a top five defense, will be back again in 2024, along with what we expect to be the majority, if not all, of the defensive staff that were able to put together a mass unit that was a top five defense in total defense this past season in Carolina. An absolutely massive hire for Dave Canales to be able to retain a Jero Avera. Let's just flash back to a week ago when Dave Canales and Dan Morgan were both introduced at Bank of America Stadium as the head coach and president of football operations last general manager, respectively. And Dave Canales was asked by Joe Personnel of The Athletic about a Jero Avera and whether he would be sticking around. Dave not Dave, but Joe Person had reported earlier that week that the thought was that Jero Vero was looking for other opportunities outside of Carolina after missing out on the Falcons job this year, missing out for the second straight year on the Panthers job, not getting the Seahawks job. He was trying to find another job that would position him to be a head coach. And understand this, Raheem Morris, in large part, got the 
the Falcons job because the Rams really worked hard to get him the opportunity. He had also been a head coach in the past and that he deserved another opportunity, he had been an excellent coach with Los Angeles and other previous stops. But the Rams really worked overtime to get him that position. And Jero Vero's thinking that typically coaches who get hired to be head coaches are coming from winning organizations. If your team goes 2-15, and 15, no matter how well your defense may have played in certain categories, understand this defense was not great in the red zone. They were not great as a scoring defense. They were last in takeaways, last in sacks. There's still a ways to go for the defense to be a complete and total unit, and being healthy will help. But Jero Vero's defense was one of the only bright spots, if not the only bright spot this past season in Carolina. And he and his staff and the players deserve a ton of credit for coming in week in and week out, especially post by and giving the Carolina Panthers an opportunity. While we understand that, and I'm sure there's plenty of people across the NFL that understand it, understand how bright of a defensive mind a Jero Vero is, that he's an up-and-comer, a future head coach, he was coaching on a 2-15 and football team. And a lot of these owners are just not going to be very interested in a defensive coach coming from that environment. So for Jero Vero, he was looking around and thinking, maybe if I go to Green Bay, maybe if I go to Los Angeles or go to some of these other opportunities, teams that are actually winning, that would position me next coaching cycle to finally get a head coaching job after missing out on eight jobs over the past two cycles. But think, though. Dave Canales was working really hard to keep Jero Overo here in Carolina. Last week at that press conference, he was absolutely gushing over Jero Overo saying, oh my gosh, I mean, just the respect factor that I have going against them. I know this scheme going against it. I'm really excited to learn more about the ins and outs as far as how the calls come in, the adjustments and all that. I just know it was really difficult for me for years, whether it was in Seattle going against the Rams and that family or this year just going against EJ twice. So, and this is really important for me, especially as a first-time head coach, I'm here to make sure we get our football right, especially on the offensive side, that we have that continuity with the players of EJ, just being able to have the mentality that I saw that was really challenging to play against. And that was after Joe Person asked him if a Jero Vero would be staying in Carolina. That was a response from Dave Canales. Not a yes or a no, just speaking so highly of how difficult Difficult it was to go up against Jero Overo and how he wanted him to be on the staff, want to have the continuity, but wasn't saying yes or no whether that would be the case. There was a follow up by Joe Person, a follow up that was inaudible considering the, at least, well, to me, listening, watching it on the Panthers stream. The audio levels was not great. Dave Canales heard whatever the question was. I'm not aware of what the follow up was, but this was Dave Canales' response to the follow up question from Joe Person saying, I mean, This is, for me, what a huge piece of what we're doing. He desperately wanted Jero Averro to be the defensive coordinator here in 2024 and hopefully beyond in Carolina. Now, Joe Person and a lot of people at that press conference last Thursday morning were tweeting out how the expectation now is that Jero Averro will be the defensive coordinator that he's staying. But when I read that back to you, what you just heard, and when I heard it last week, and then not even knowing what the follow-up was and hearing that as his response, at no point did Dave Canales say, yes, Ajero Vera would be back in Carolina, but it was very clear that's what he wanted, and we also understood that 
some of the other jobs that Jero Vero wanted, like the Packers job, that had gone off the table. The Rams job eventually, I think later on that afternoon, would no longer be available. Two spots that would have been ideal for him had he been available were no longer available. And it made it even more clear that he was likely going to stay here in Carolina as David Tepper in the organization had prevented him throughout the coaching search for a head coach to interview for lateral jobs. It was Always apparent from the beginning that what David Tepper wanted was to hire an offensive head coach and then bring in or bring back rather a Jero Averro as his DC and that's how things worked out in Carolina. Now, after Joe Person did put that out on Twitter, he went out and said, well, the expectation and put it in parentheses and hope is they'll keep Jero Averro. The Panthers are treading lightly with him. Jero Averro interviewed for three head coaching jobs, but I've been blocked from taking a lateral job. So they were confident. Desperate to keep him, but they were treading lightly. A week later, it is now official that Jero Vero is going to be the defense coordinator for at least another season in Carolina. This is a huge hire for Dave Canales. Probably the first big hire that he's made. We know the hires that he made on the offensive staff. We'll go over those later on. Those are important. Of course, Brad Idzik is important. Not as important as... You would think if he was going to be calling plays, as is expected, that Dave Canales will call plays. But we know that Idzik will probably be a part. I don't. I guess we don't know, but the expectation would be that he's going to be a part of the game plan moving forward. He just won't call plays. So you don't look at that as being that big of a hire. Special teams is important. You don't look at it as being as big of a hire as keeping a Jero Averro around. And for Dave Canales to point out that for him as a first-time head coach, we got to get the football right. We have to have continuity on that side of the ball. The offensive staff is going to be completely overturned. Same thing when it comes to the special teams coordinator position, those jobs. As you look at Devin Fitzsimmons, the assistant special teams coordinator leaving, Chris Tabor not being retained, they needed to have some sort of continuity, and they get that. So that's the second thing when looking at this, to have the continuity with Ajero Vero coming back in, in all likelihood, the majority of his staff and not every single one of those members on a defensive coaching staff coming back here in Carolina. Uh, number three, I-, I would guess this probably ends any sort of speculation that Jeremy Chin would come back to Carolina. I don't know if there's been that much. We saw how he was reduced in value last year after Shaq Thompson went out, you thought maybe you would see more of Jeremy Chin, even with all the injuries in the secondary. You saw the two starting safeties, Von, um, Von Bell and Xavier Woods, both go out for four games. And at no point did you see Jeremy Chin back there playing safety. And that was a little bit head-scratching why Alex Cook is getting an opportunity after being signed off of the Giants practice squad. And Jeremy Chin is being reduced to basically a special teams player for the Carolina Panthers. He talked about Jeremy Chin, that is, that he would wait to see who the Panthers hired and how things worked out. Now, seeing that at Jero Vero's back, I would not expect Jeremy Chin to be back here in Carolina, which is not something that we expected a couple years ago when he seemed to be a core part of what this team was going to be moving forward under previous head coach Matt Rule. I would think, though, players like Etor Grossmatos, who played a pretty good role as a run stopper and edge setter on the defensive line this year, will be back maybe with a Jero Vero coming back. Troy Hill, he played well in spots, having to fill in at the corner spot, especially in the nickel. I would think that'll return for him. Could it be possible as well, at least a camp invite. We'll see how that works out. And the Jero Vero's under contract for. This season coming up and in 2025, three-year deal worth about $3 million. About 9.3, I think, was the official terms for Jero Vero. We'll be right back here again next season. Hopefully not talking about a new head coach, but we'll be right back here wondering if he's going to stay as I expect a Jero Vero to be back in the coaching market trying to get a head coaching job. Now, will the Carolina Panthers assist him in getting one of those jobs? I don't know. 
Is it necessarily the responsibility? Yes and no. But we'll be back here having the same conversation, and that is a good thing. Understand that. I know when people are talking about, okay, well, you can't get a a defensive coach in the NFL nowadays because if their offense has success and the offensive coordinator is going to leave, that is a good thing. It's a good thing that Kyle Shanahan has consistently in San Francisco had to keep changing out his defensive coordinators. It's a good thing that he's had to continue to find new offensive staffers. Same case for Sean McVay. It is a good thing when other teams in the NFL want to interview your staffers for head coaching jobs. It's a good thing for the Carolina Panthers that other teams are interested in Jerry Rivera. It's a great thing that he's coming back this season. And if they have the same success, I would think even more success, especially in some of the other categories where they were lacking last year with the health of your defense, it will be a good thing again when Jero Vero is out there with his name in the head coaching cycle and market potentially taking a job. That is a good thing. It's a great thing he's here in Carolina, and it is a vitally important hire that Dave Canales made, so well done. I know the contract terms uh, made it a little bit easier than just Dave Canales flat out going out there and getting a free agent of Jero Vero, but he got him to stay. And I do think that Canales is the kind of guy who would have let him go if he truly didn't want to be in Carolina. But looking at whatever his options were, after Canales went on the the whole beautiful (laughs) soliloquy about how much he wanted him, it seemed pretty obvious at that point in time that Ajero Averro would be back here in Carolina. Now, the Carolina Panthers, they hired two other coordinators. Brad Edzik will be the OC. Tracy Smith will be the special teams coordinator. We'll look at what they potentially could bring to the table here in Carolina in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts for a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost subscription fees apply and now for some legal info claim as of q1 2024 validated by radius global market research investing involves risk including loss limitations apply to iras and 401ks three percent match requires Robinhood gold for one year from the date of first three percent match must keep Robinhood ira for five years the three percent matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions Robinhood ira available to u.s customers in good standing Robinhood financial llc member sip is a registered broker dealer. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Carolina Panthers head coach Dave Canales has made his biggest hire of the offseason thus far. He has retained defensive coordinator Ajero Averro. Now, there were certainly some factors that helped him keep Ajero Averro in Carolina, but those aren't important to Ajero Averro after leading a top five defense in the NFL, according to total defense, is back in Carolina for at least another season. The expectation should be again next year that he'll interview for some head coaching jobs, but knowing how the league works and that most of these teams want to have a young offensive coach, it's likely not, it's not say likely, but it's certainly possible that Jero Vero will be back for a third season in 2025. My hope is that he does get an opportunity to be a head coach. I would have loved to see him be the head coach here in Carolina. I'm not overly focused on whether you have to have an offensive coach or a defensive coach. Just find someone who can be a leader and looking at what he was able to do with that team, be able to get the most out of what was available to him on the defensive side of the ball was really encouraging. You have to wonder what it would look like as a head coach. But one day, another team not here in Carolina will get the opportunity to see a Jero Vero as their head coach. I wish him the best of luck in that future endeavor. But for now, we're going to focus on the present. And the present is he's here in Carolina. And I think this team has a chance now looking at the future to be a pretty good defense again in 2024, but a much better defense than they were last year if guys like Shaq Thompson return and stay healthy. J.C. Horn can play a full season for the first time in his career. That would be really helpful. Brian Burns comes back. Frankie Luva comes back. I think this team in a second year in this system with some better depth and injury luck can be really freaking good in 2024. So excited to see Ajero Vero back here in Carolina for a second season. But he's not the only hire. As I mentioned, Brad Idzik is the offense coordinator here in Carolina. Idzik was the lone staffer to follow Canales from Seattle to Tampa, where he worked as a wide receiver coach last season, now taking over the OC role in Seattle. Idzik uh, served as an assistant wide receivers coach and offensive quality control slash assistance quarterback coach while there. He also coached at Stanford. He has ties to the Carolinas having played wide receiver between 2011 and 14 at Wake Forest. His father is former general manager of the Jets and Bucks executive John Idzik, so he has uh, plenty of NFL bona fides, and it makes sense that you would have bring him along if you are Dave Canales, having had your guy come with you, and now he's in the OC role. I would expect, as we saw with guys like Brian Callahan, who just got the job in Tennessee, that he will be a big part of the game plan. I would imagine that he's probably going to be one who – Crafts a game plan. He's going to be taking the, the lead role of that, which would give him an opportunity as not being the primary play caller, but an opportunity to one day position himself to maybe get a head coaching job if the Carolina Panthers are going to have success on the field, especially offensively with Dave Canales as their head coach and as their play caller. And let's not rule it out. We saw how things worked out for Nick Sirianni up in Philadelphia his first year where the Eagles are struggling. He decided he was going to give a play call to Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen gets that team to the playoffs as a play caller. They get to the Super Bowl next year. And then this past season, things really fell off in the final six weeks of the year. And no longer is Brian Johnson their OC. They're now going for another offensive coordinator. So you can see how those situations can play out. I'm not hoping that's going to be the situation here in Carolina. But understand that it's very possible that it's that Dave Canales thinks that one day, oh, I don't want to call plays anymore. I think maybe the best thing for the team is for Brad Idzik to be the play caller. And why, and when the way to get there, if that's where you ever get, if that's ever something that has to happen, is for him to be prepared, which would be by allowing him to lead up the game plan week in and week out. Andy Reid's done that in the past with guys like Doug Peterson, with, uh, Matt Nagy, with Eric Bieniemy. I would expect the same kind of deal here in Carolina, much like, as I mentioned, Brian Callahan did the same thing in Cincinnati for 
Zach Taylor, their head coach. And Zach Taylor just talked about how great Brian Callahan was in doing that. That is likely going to be the role for Brandon Zakir in Carolina. Now, Tracy Smith, he was Seattle Seahawks assistant special teams coach last year, uh, his third year back with the Seahawks after a three-year stint with the Texans. Uh, the Seahawks have consistently been among the team's top special teams units in the NFL, uh, finishing in a top six in Rich Gosselin, who has an annual ranking for special teams each of the last three years. The Panthers with Chris Tabor, who was rated as the number two special teams coordinator in the NFL, according to the NFLPA player survey that was put out there right ahead of the NFL head coaching cycle, he was an excellent special teams coordinator. We saw how the special teams unit was much better under him, stabilizing the kicker position by bringing in Eddie Pinheiro. Johnny Hecker has not necessarily been a Pro Bowl and All-Pro guy like he was in Los Angeles with the Rams. He's still been a really good punter. J.J. Jansen forever. Consistency there. I like this hire. And it's interesting. I, I recall Adam Schefter being the one who had wrote about the potential uh, hires here in Carolina for Dave Canales and saying that he expected Canales to tap into his Seattle roots. So far, I'm counting four offensive coaches that are from Tampa. Well, five now with Idzik. Now, Idzik's I, I, I count them, but I don't count them. Four guys that Canales had not worked with before until this past season, who have now followed him from Tampa to Carolina. He's got one coach in Idzik who was with him in Seattle, who was with him in Tampa. And now Smith is a Seattle coach. Defensively, it looks like it's going to be the same coaching staff that Jero Vero had this past season, unless he wants to make any sort of changes there. And I do believe that if you're going to bring a Jero Vero back, and you're especially going to be the play caller on offense, you need to give a Jero Vero the autonomy to be basically the head coach of the defense. And if he wants to change out anybody on his staff that he doesn't feel like is good enough for him heading to the season, allow him to make that change. I would focus on, of course, being the head of the team as Dave Canales, but like Sean McVay's done in the past, back when he had like Wade Phillips, especially as his DC, he let Wade just do whatever he needed to do. Been focused on defense. Robert Sala, with the Jets, he's totally focused on the defense. He allows his offensive coordinator to do what they need to do when it was Michael Fleur. That didn't really work. When the quarterback situation has been terrible there, but he's allowed them to kind of do their thing. I do think that's the way that Dave Canales uh, should go, especially with Jero Vero. And I think that will help a Jero Vero down the road, potentially get a head coaching job because he would be able to say, and Canales could even help him out saying, hey, I came to Carolina's first time head coach. I kept him. I knew that. I was brought in here to fix the football, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I worked closely with Bryce Young, Andy Ovens, and I just let a Gerald Vero do his thing. Now, still being in a defensive meeting rooms, don't be a completely absentee head coach, and I don't think that would be the case at all from just hearing how Canales was challenged by Pete Carroll and how he brought that up during his introductory press conference. But do give your head coaches um, the freedom to really, your coordinators rather, like a Gerald Vero, the freedom to feel as if they are the lead dog in that defensive room. You kind of sit back there and, and monitor things, maybe chime in if you need to, but really allow him uh, the autonomy to head up that side of the ball. And I think that will be the case. Same case for Tracy Smith when it comes to special teams. And looking at the special teams now, I would think that Tracy Smith has um, a lot of familiarity with Johnny Hecker. Well, I guess he had spent time with the Texans, but still in Seattle, Hecker, he's not been that. It was, I guess he's been here the last two years, so maybe only one year. He has to be aware, being a special teams coordinator, of Johnny Hecker and how good of a punter he is. Eddie Pinero is under contract. Feel good about that. J.J. Jansen's a free agent. 
I would want to bring him back. It's just depending on whether JJ still feels like he can do it. The Panthers still feel like he can do it. And if that's the case, then both sides agree on a marriage and let's do it one more year here in 2024. So Brad Didzik, the new OC in Carolina, Tracy Smith, the new special teams coordinator here in Carolina. So those are the coordinators for the Carolina Panthers. Let's look at the rest of the staff. Just the staff as it is right now heading into Super Bowl weekend for Dave Canales and the Carolina Panthers. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner our friends at nissan have a lineup of suvs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level the 2024 nissan rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes class exclusive google built in is your always updating assistant to call on for almost anything gone are the days of connecting your phone google assistant Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. It has room up to eight, an expansive cargo capacity, and an advanced available 4x4 capability with 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds towing. When adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue. Nissan Pathfinder or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop Nissan USA. Price picks is the most fun you'll have winning up to 25 times your money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on a projected stats and place your entry with the basketball season here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, and this may be the last weekend, I think actually it is the last week you can do this, you can take LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made plus receptions. Price picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We've discussed the coordinator hires for Dave Canales. Gerald Vero will be the DC. Brad Idzik will be the offensive coordinator. Tracy Smith will be the special teams coordinator. Let's look at the rest of of Dave Canales' staff as we head into Super Bowl weekend. Offensively, Brad is again the OC, former Wake Forest wide receiver, was with Canales in Seattle, followed him to Tampa Bay, and now is going to take over as the OC. Harold Goodwin, Joe Gilbert, Rob Moore, Bernie Parmalee, all of those guys were hires a week ago. Harold Goodwin following Dave Canales from Tampa Bay. He's now the assistant head coach and run game coordinator. He has a Super Bowl ring. He's going to work with the offensive line. The offensive line coach will be Joe Gilbert, who has two Super Bowl rings, one with Tampa a couple of years ago and also another one up in Pittsburgh. Those two gentlemen have a very important job in Carolina to get the offensive line, to protect Bryce Young, to run block, and to also get the most out of the running backs here in Carolina with the offensive line doing its job. So Harold Goodwin, Joe Gilbert, those are two very important hires. Now I look at Gerald Vero as the most important hire so far, but those ones just looking at the issues here in Carolina, 
yeah, need to get that figured out big time on the offensive line. We just spent the entirety of the week basically talking about how to fix Carolina Panthers offense, and not basically, but actually talk about how to fix Carolina Panthers offense line this offseason. Harold Goodwin, Joe Gilbert, those two men are a part of that. Rob Moore, last in Tennessee, was under Mike Vrabel, who is without a job. Interestingly enough, heading into this 2024 season, Rob Moore, now going to be the wide receivers coach in Carolina. He has an important job because the wide receivers were god-awful last year. So we'll see how that works out after Tennessee didn't necessarily have the best wide receiver group. Now the talent hasn't really been there outside of maybe one or two players. So I'm not going to put that all on him. Just a little eyebrow razor, just you know, thinking about him coming from that situation to now this situation where the receiving core outside of Adam Thielen is... Whew, not great. Bernie Parmalee is now the running backs coach. He was fired recently in Jacksonville. Uh, pretty wholesale changes there on the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, offensive staff under Doug Peterson after they also collapsed at the end of this 2023 NFL regular season. Bernie Parmalee coming to Carolina to work with the running backs. Do not have a quarterback coach just yet. Do not have a tight end coach. And the quarterback coach will be something that we're all going to be interested in as Bryce Young, very important to Carolina Panthers, get him back on track or just on track. He never was on track all season long outside of a couple of moments uh, this past year. They need to get him on track. And the quarterback coach, whoever that's going to be, will have his hands all over Bryce Young. So with Dave Canales, Brad Idzik will be a part of that. Very interested to see what that hire ends up being defensively. And these are all the same names. Gerald Barrow, D.C., Dom Capers, still as a senior defensive assistant. Jonathan Cooley, secondary slash cornerbacks coach. D'Angelo Hall's back as assistant defensive backs coach. Burt Watts, safeties coach. Peter Hansen, linebackers coach. Tim Lukabu, who interviewed for the Steelers defensive coordinator job. He is the outside linebackers coach. Todd Wash, defensive line coach. Tracy Smith, special teams coordinator. And Jim Caldwell, yes, is still listed as a senior assistant here in Carolina. Now, it's possible that defensive staff could have some changes just depending upon what Ajero Vera wants to do as he is back as the DC. But the expectation has been for a while that if he's retained, that he would keep the majority, if not all, of his defensive staff here in Carolina. Good first hire, not even first hire, but good the coordinator hire there for um Dave Canales, keeping Gajero Vero here in Carolina. All right, it's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours, Julie. Julie and Council, again, y'all, subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julie and Council, on Twitter, at Julie and Council, where on Fridays throughout the offseason, I'll be answering your weekly Friday mailbag questions. You got to send them in, though, either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julie and Council, to get those questions in for next week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag right here on Locked on Panthers. But in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole, enjoy the Super Bowl, and as always, keep pounding. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast.
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.